Welcome to the Innovative Teaching Podcast. Your hosts for today are Patricia Herrera and Jeanette Shaver. We are your Center for Teaching and Learning team at South Mountain Community College in Phoenix, Arizona. Our goal for the Innovative Teaching Podcast is to introduce new ideas and encourage you to think outside the box when it comes to teaching and learning. Our special guests for today are faculty who participated in our Camp Teach this summer. Chelsea McIntosh. Marianne Smith, and I teach math. Dolores Rubieta, and I teach mathematics as well. And then Jeanette Schaefer, I was kind of the, I guess the lead, or kind of pulled it together and came up with the ideas. But a little bit about our camp teach. We designed it to be four days, so our faculty have been here. This is the fourth day. Today's kind of the celebration day. But we focused on multimedia that faculty could use as an instructor, or actually also use with students as far as assignments and making assignments more engaging and um, helping students to learn or demonstrate their knowledge. The technologies and strategies that we focused on involved podcast, screencasting, lightboard, and then we looked at the whole editing. And once you've got a audio file or video file, how do you do closed captioning and transcribe it? So that was our focus area for the week. It's been fun. We did build in a good bit of time for uh, our faculty to work on their projects because we know if you go to a workshop and you just learn, learn, learn and never have time to experiment and play, you don't get quite as much out of it. So our whole goal was that our faculty would walk away with something that they could either use the first couple weeks of teaching or they have the skills and knowledge to learn more and be able to use it with students. We're going to go around and talk to our faculty, get some feedback on what they worked on during the week, what they got excited about, and then what they're walking away with. So our first question is, what energized you guys this week? Well, it always energizes me to work with colleagues that are creative, innovative, and just want to teach better and just to kind of see what that what's out there, because I think I'm in a little cave sometimes. <laughs> I think I can get myself into a cave when it comes to teaching. Yeah, and I actually saw a lot of that going on with our faculty, because it's like, you know, you'd say one thing, it's like, ooh, tell me more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or you mentioned something about this, can you show me this? I totally agree with Dolores on that one. I mean, I especially love collaborating across disciplines, because sometimes you get to see things in a different way that you ordinarily wouldn't think of yourself. That and having all that free time to work, that was awesome. Yeah, I was uh, pretty energized by all the resources available. So a lot of times it's kind of hard to find like the best app or the best whatever for our technology for what you're wanting to do. And it's really helpful when that's already been like kind of found for you, right? So I had some um, knowledge of screencasting a little bit, mm -hmm. but all, like the depth that we went into this week was awesome as well as the podcasting. So it was just seeing all the things that are out there that was really yeah. energizing. Yeah. And to connect with your point there, 
I also love to collaborate as the Center for Teaching and Learning and your technology trainer. It energizes me that you guys come to the center with your ideas and the things that you guys want to accomplish, the things you want to develop, because that energizes my brain to go out and find new yeah. things, see what you guys want to do. And then you guys also teach me um, because you guys are the teachers. You guys are the ones doing the instruction in the class and like, oh, I didn't think about that. What technology can we bring to be able to solve that or make it more engaging to our students? So it's a team. I love working with you guys because without you guys, then I'm like, okay, how, what information do I bring to you guys? So it's a collaborative effort. And that's what I love about our workshops and our collaborative here in, in the CTL. We appreciate it. Yeah, I love it. That, yeah. that energized. It doesn't even feel like work for me. <laughs> no, it's playing. Yeah, I'm playing all day. Yeah, well, that's what makes it even better because I can think of an idea and I go, I know Patricia will know. And if she doesn't, she's going to dig into it. Yes. She really does know and she can teach me how to do it. <laughs> that's super helpful, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm like, and then, and uh, a lot of cases, too, we might show one thing, but then once everybody's brains get going, yeah. it's like everyone brings a, a piece or an idea to the table. And by the time you get all the pieces together, you have this product that you wouldn't have had if you'd been working in your office by yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. So yes. that's what's really cool. Yeah. And our second question is, the project that you worked on and during the how did you explore it during the week? So there was actually quite a bit that I did. Um, so we made a podcast on Monday, and then I did a screencast on Tuesday, and yesterday we did a live board. So I have like three different projects. Um, I thought, you know, it was most interesting because I hadn't, like I had used ScreenShare a lot, but I had never actually done a screencast where, you know, I was doing stuff on my computer, and I hadn't realized like how beneficial that could be for some of my students um, because a lot of the stuff that we do with chemistry, um, with our homework site, it requires very specific little things, right? And so that was what my screencast was, was going through how to answer a question correctly on our homework platform. And I didn't realize how easy that could be, you know, how I could just, like, you know, a lot of times I get emails that can't come to my office hours, and I could just make a screencast mm -hmm. showing them exactly how to go about answering a question. So mm -hmm. I think that was probably the most, like, informative of the projects that I made this week. Cool. Mm -hmm. I kind of did the same types of projects, um, podcasts with Soundtrap and uh, Lightboard and screencasts. So I learned some new tools for doing screen screencasting that have different editing features. So that was kind of interesting to learn. Um, yeah, you played with, didn't you play with Screencastify? Cast I Screencastify and, and then Screencastomatic. And, and Camtasia. And Camtasia. Yeah. yeah. So what, out of the three, kind of what... Oh, my Camtasia is amazing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really expensive. But I can come up here yeah. and use it. Yeah. So that's something we have a license for in yeah. Camtasia? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So any South Mountain faculty that are listening is okay. listening to the podcast, we have Camtasia on how many computers? Eight? Eight in computers okay. that mm -hmm. you can use in the Center for Teaching and Learning. So come on up and, and explore. Great. Right. Yeah, and that actually gives me a lot of ideas, too. So I, um, this was the first semester that we really created a shell in Canvas for all of our math classes from, uh, is it 187 on down? Yeah. It was all of those. So that was a big, that was a big, um, I think, big coup for us. Like, yay, we did it, you know, <laughs> to get something somewhat standardized. But then I realized that if you're, even if you are teaching online, that my introduction was just a whole lot of text. And mm -hmm. as I started adding more to it, and I thought, wow, this is a lot of reading. And I started looking at it going, 
this is really already my syllabus, which we're going to go over. It's like, why am I doing this? Right. So I uh, figured, also thinking of universal design for learning, I thought, you know what? Let me make a video. It will be easier for everyone. And then, not only that, I've learned the strategies on how to do the, the, the transcription a little better mm -hmm. so I can fix the closed captioning. If, say, for instance, fractions turns it into enchiladas, turns into enchiladas on YouTube and closed captioning, right, as I've seen done before. So fractions is one of those challenging words in YouTube, apparently. But <laughs> so that was my big takeaway. I thought, you know what, this is very easily maybe 10 minutes in videos. I think it's going to get the point across. And with the screencast, I'm going to give them a tour through the class in Canvas. This is how you do this. This is how you register. These are going to be optional. These are required. And this should be, it should get them on the, off on the right foot because there are so many um, hurdles that I find I don't even know they have until, you know, second, third month of yeah. the semester. It's like, right. why didn't they ask me? Well, let me just put it out there before. Um, and I think as we start teaching, since we're developmental education is taking such a huge shift. I think we have to do those things to close that gap and just mm -hmm. to bridge those for everybody. Right. You know, we just mm -hmm. need to bridge that gap for, for everyone. So I'm doing things all the way from my lower end class, lower, which is 140, all the way up to my higher end class, which is trigonometry. And they're usually more uh, self-sufficient, I'll say. But, I, you know, we, I just don't think we can make any presumptions. No. No. And that's good, Dolores, that you're not just creating, developing your course with just text. Mm -hmm. You're also creating that audio, that video, mm -hmm. because then you're accessing different parts of the brain, not just reading. It's also to be able to target different learning styles, mm -hmm. the visual learner, the right. audio learner. So then you connect all those things together yeah. so they could go into your long-term memory. Mm -hmm. I've been taking a lot of classes right now with the brain, so right now it's fresh in my mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's at their own pace. You know, with the mm -hmm. video, yeah. we, they can pause that and go, wait a minute, let me rewind 10 seconds or whatever. It's like, oh, I got this fast. Yeah, and they can seconds. speed it up or slow it down, yeah. too. So if you, like, I tend to talk mm -hmm. really fast and I've had people tell me they can like on YouTube they can slow down my speech so like you know if I am going too fast they can just make me slower which well, is nice and I like especially in the math and sciences yeah. there's so much new vocabulary yeah. if they hear a word and they have no clue what you're saying or if they didn't catch yeah. that it, it builds a vocabulary it's like wait let me go back oh that's how it's said or pronounced or, or they tend mm -hmm. to like just avoid it I find especially mm -hmm. with chemistry they'll just like not ever say a word and mm. you know they come at you and they're like they're using this word that you're like wait what are you saying sure and you're like oh yeah, sure yeah i should have like yeah. that's important to close yeah. caption your videos mm -hmm. for that reason so students mm -hmm. can not only hear it but see how it's spelled so yeah they, oh that's mm -hmm. that they word. can yeah that's that asymptote right <laughs> well one of my favorites is you know the abbreviation for sign trigonometry is the abbreviation for s-i-n-e is S-I-N, and I can't tell you how many kids go, what's the sin of 90 degrees? It's like, well, <laughs> if 90 degrees were evil, <laughs> there'd be a lot of sin attached to it. <laughs> but it, it is good to have that pronunciation and spelling, and yes. it does build up vocabulary. And then finally, final question, what's your big takeaway? Or if you don't have a big takeaway, what do you plan to explore further? I know in my case, I'm going to do something like what Chelsea said. I'm going to try to leverage a lot of what we learned this week to uh, provide 
more video responses to students who email me. I teach two math classes online, totally online. Mm -hmm. And students will sometimes have like a question about stats. And this way I can actually show them a spreadsheet or whatever stat tool I'm using and then voice over it, you know, write on it, highlight it. I think that'd be a lot more effective than just typing that text back to them. It's also effective for you because I find when I do get emails about questions, sometimes it's really hard to explain via text exactly what Mm -hmm. needs to happen. Where it would like, you know, it takes me, you know, 10, 15 minutes to write an email or take me maybe five, two to three minutes maybe to just show them via some sort of video, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So I think that is super helpful. Right. And I like what you brought up too, Dolores, the idea of universal design, that you have multiple means of representing your content as well as having the students have multiple means of responding Mm -hmm. to you. I know when I have projects or whatever, I kind of let them upload any file type they want. So if they want to upload video links or whatever they can. Yeah, and we don't always have to do video either because I know with our learning management uh, system is Canvas. It's real easy to just put an audio explanation in, too, so you're not doing... Because that's what... I do yeah. the same thing. I'm sitting there, and I'm typing. I'm yeah. typing. It's like, why am I typing this? I can just say use it. the audio yeah. and just say it. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing. They still hear your voice, even though there's not a video. Yeah. And that's... That's really... Yeah. yeah I that's know an, about that. So I've learned another thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes it real quick and easy and... Yeah. yeah. But it also shows to the student that you care. Yeah. Like, wow, she took the time to record her voice. I could sh- hear her expression. I'm doing a good job. This is where I need to improve. Like, to me, that's important to me, especially when I'm a social person and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I know Psycho, students. Yeah. yeah. Students can feel awfully, like, isolated yeah. when they're taking yeah. an Especially online an online, online class. Right? Yeah. Well, they psychologically, can... just hearing your instructor's voice is just okay, I'm used to that. It's her explanation, not someone else's explanation. Right, right. So being able to, to to, kind of calm them down a little bit, mm-hmm. which is, we do a lot of calming down in yeah, the sciences. I'm sure, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you I do. Try to, try to calm down. Do you do online office hours? Um, I thought of doing that, like like actual synchronous, like at a yeah. certain time. I have thought of doing that, but I haven't really figured out exactly how to make that work for everyone. So that's another thing that Explain Everything is really good at. You can, like, sh- like so if you ha- you'll have, they'll give you a code, and you can share with whoever has that app on their computer. And so essentially, it's like, um, I don't know, like an online meeting, but they're seeing your screen and hearing your voice at the same time. Awesome. I and it's talk- live. I need to and talk with you about yeah. that. Yep. Now, do students have to pay for the app? Students have to get a okay, subscription. Okay, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Or you could also use Zoom yeah. um, and be able to share your screen yeah. with your students when you have the office hours. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And we, you- um, Mary Ann, the one thing we just did with our online course was it was just a weekly live session. And we would do, we would try to do some instruction as far as what the assignment yeah. was for that week or something we thought they might need some extra instruction in. And then it was Q&A. And not everyone can make it, but we would record it. So anyone yeah. that missed it could then go back and listen to it. So you can't, you won't always get all the students, right? Because there's no time when everybody's available. But Sounds like a kinda, great idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's at least something to explore and play around with. Mm-hmm. All right, anything else? I know one thing we want to explore further, and we will do that as soon as we get off this podcast, (laughs) is how to do little animated GIFs. So Chelsea has a way to do it with Explain Everything, and Patricia has a way to do it with Screencastify. So that's one thing we were talking this morning. It's like, you know, we'd like to know this before we leave. And the whole idea of the animated GIF is a short clip 
to show like maybe one or two steps or one or two processes. So it's just a quick way where a student can see it over and over again as they're trying to work through that um, step. So whether it's math, science, or in our case, a lot of here's Canvas. how, yeah, <laughs> yeah, how to use something in Canvas. It'll just be an animate animated gift that keeps playing and playing and playing until they're tired of look, looking at it and they have their project or task completed. Which just a really good meme that you found. Yes, book. yes. Mm. Yeah, you could just have fun. Yeah. Yes, exactly. You might want to brighten up your co-worker's day or a yeah. student and be creative. So, Well, we'd like to thank our faculty for sharing their experiences and thoughts for from Camp Teach. I think we'll try to do it again next summer and pick a different topic. We'll talk to our faculty and get some feedback on that and see how the year goes. But we hope you had time this summer to explore some type of technology or teaching strategy and that you're getting excited for the semester to get started. But we will connect again with you soon and probably about two weeks with the Innovative Teaching Podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining our podcast today. And please be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. We will...